Thank you. We are just thrilled to be together with you this morning. And I'm just, this is what I'm at. I'm just pretending it's summer. All right, can you tell? Summer, summer, summer. That's right. We're just going to pretend today. You know, that's just fine with me. Maybe we can uh, pretend summer here. What do you think, Glad? There was hail in my yard this morning. Yeah, that's, that was not on the script, Glad. Uh, we're pretending it is summer. Let's start that again. How do you feel about the weather? There was hail in my yard this morning. All right. Let's move on. It is summer. What's up with that? Ooh. All right. Ooh-wee, what's up with the weather? Ooh-wee, what's up with that? You with me? What's, what's up, up with that? that? Ooh-wee, what's, what's up, up with, with that? that? What's up with that? Oh, come on. okay. We're okay. going to do this for the next 30 minutes, really, so. <laughs> All right. So it is. It's great to be here together. How many of you, is this your... Is there anybody you hear this is their first time at main campus? All right. <laughs> There's like a dozen of you. Woo! Welcome. Welcome. Right. Welcome. Today we're talking about family reunions, and uh, there is nothing quite like a family reunion, is there? How many of you, when you, uh, how many of you have family reunions? I know that you've already been to them, but how many of you have them planned for this summer? All right. And, uh, man... I tell you, one of the things about family reunions is you always meet new people. And so, uh, so anyways, that's what we're talking about. Just the joy of coming back together as a family. Some of us coming in for the very first time. And you know what? I would actually love to see who is here from the South family today. Would you stand up real quick? Northeast, that's welcome. Come on. Woo! Awesome. Awesome. And who is here from the North family? Yeah. All awesome. Right. And who is here for K2 United? Yeah. Woo! Awesome. You know, family reunion. What, what about your family? Do you have a, um, a fun anecdote of the Chapman family reunion? So my, my family reunions always revolved around golf. We'd get all of our families together, and uh, we'd stay at the same hotel. And, you know, when you got all the kids running around the hotel till all hours of the night and how much fun that is and finding other party rooms that have, uh, that have all kinds of different stuff in them and eating other people's food and all that. It's, it's the best. And uh, that would be called stealing for my children. But for <laughs> me, that was just adventure, right? And uh, so we would always do that. But uh, there was one year that the weather was a little bit like this. And um, my cousins and I got a hold of a golf cart and it was after we had already golfed, and we were tearing through the whole golf course, and it was pretty hilly, and uh, that golf course, you, do you know that golf carts can actually roll? Um, and, uh, and so we discovered that firsthand, and the fun thing is, is that uh, unless my parents are listening right now, I don't think they ever knew about that. They'll so, be watching the YouTube cast, will. It'll yeah. Be good. <laughs> so, you know, family reunions are great, and, and one of the best things is the relationships that develop out of them. You know at family reunions, what do you have to be? You've got to be flexible, just like today. Man, we plan for today, and what do you got to be? You've got to be flexible. Because How many of you have ever had a family reunion come off exactly the way you planned it? No, it doesn't happen. There is something about family reunions that bring in a dynamic of relationships that, that's like nothing else. Well, you guys live far away from family. You guys live 
Because your family's in France and Germany. Where else? My family is in Germany. My wife's family is in France. Let's just keep that straight. <laughs> All okay. Right? Like, All right. Yes, our, our family's are far away. And, and so uh, you guys live so far away, and so when you guys get together as family, there must be some fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, it happens so rarely now. You know, since we've been here, I've been back twice, I think. My wife's been back a couple of times for, for funerals. Um, you know, but when we get together, I've seen my, my siblings twice over the last two years. And when we do get together, it's just, um, we just try and really buy out every minute. Just really have, have, make the most of it, have um, as much time together as we can. And we just, we just catch up on the time that we've missed with each other. We talk about our kids and how they've grown up and, and what's going on in our families. And, and, uh, and then there's always, when we get together, all of us as siblings, I have two brothers and a sister, then, of course, all the old stories get uh, dug up. You know, the... Uh, the um, sandbox romances and, and, uh, and all that. Um. In, inside the family? No, no, no. Romances no, inside no, the family? No, I'm not from West Virginia. Okay. No. All right. No. I didn't know exactly how it works over there with later hosen and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, we do put those on when we get together. Yeah. Okay. So it's just when we get together, we just really try and, and, and have as much time together as we can. And one thing that really characterizes when I get together with them is just this deep sense of, of belonging to each other. Even though we, we don't see each other for months, sometimes over a year at a time, when we're together, we're just really, we can be vulnerable with each other. We're safe with each other. Hmm. And uh, it's just a place of resting and really being myself. Yeah. You know? Um, I was with a family this week that uh, had a bit of a family reunion. Um, the Knorr family, Brenda Knorr, who's part of our church, uh, went to be with the Lord last week. And so they had a family reunion this week, kind of celebrating her life. And, uh, and, and let me just share with you, um, when, as you think about family reunion, there are so many things, just like you say, stories like that. There are so many stories and there are so many things that you want to say. And oftentimes we leave them right until those moments, right? As you think about your family, even today, and you think about all those things that you want to catch up on, man, I would love to encourage you, even if you didn't hear anything else all day, and you think about the joy of family, I would encourage you to take the opportunity to say the things that you know you want to say. Because sometimes that next family reunion doesn't come, or it comes differently than you planned. Man, as you think about this summer and you think about your family relationships, even as you think about relationships here at K2, there is such a privilege of, of family and relationship. Man, take every opportunity. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Do you guys, are you guys tracking with me? Take every opportunity to say what you want to say and to share your love and your affection and, and your deep gratefulness for each other and your family. So, so I want to ask you another question. As yeah. we come together as two church families back into one you know you you just came on staff not even a little over half nine months ago or so as as our south campus pastor that's what we moved here for so how do you feel about us us coming back together what does this k2 united mean mean to you well i tell you what we are uh we're excited one thing you know about and many of you experience this one thing you know if you're gonna if you're gonna follow god um the road is never exactly like you thought it was gonna be right and so for us, God bringing us uh, here to serve here as part of the team and to be part of the body here at K2, we knew that God was calling us to Utah. And, and God just opened up so many doors for us to be here with you guys that we knew that no matter what, that this is where God called us to be. 
And so what's been interesting for us is to see how God has led us and, and opened the doors really to the, the way that he's bringing us together and refining our vision and giving us clarity about where we're going as a church. Because one thing that we know uh, as a church that we want to do is we want to see the gospel go out to more and more and more people. And, and inside, and you probably have this tension inside you as well, you have this tension of wanting things to be amazing in your life, right? You want things to be amazing, but then, then you sense that that's going to take some changes and you want to have nothing to do with the changes that'll take you to being... Do you understand what I'm saying? You want things to be amazing and you know it's going to take change, but then you start to look at the change and you're like, oh man, I'm not sure if I'm into that. And so for us, we have been so excited about being together as one team up here. We're excited about working together and, and you know, as a staff, for us to be all in one place and to be working on, on one place on Sundays and to use our leadership in more directions, uh, we're really excited. Cool. So. Do you want to ask me how I feel? I don't know. Do you think I should? <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. <laughs> how do you feel about coming back together? Because you've got a whole bunch of more people, a yeah. whole bunch more staff, a whole bunch of us. Me, everybody coming into your world up here at North Campus. So how do you feel about that? Uh, there's really, I think there's two parts um, for me to this coming back together. First of all, personally, I am so excited about those of you that, that had left us here two years ago to go south to come back here. And there are certain names for me that come to mind right away just of guys that I used to see every week. And, and then didn't see every week uh, for the last two years. And, and I'm super relational, and I miss seeing those guys. And if you've ever been in close relationships, and then you, you had you know, geographic uh, separation, you don't see each other as much, it takes a lot more effort, doesn't it, to, to stay engaged and to, to keep working on those relationships. And I've done my best, but I personally, I'm so looking forward to seeing certain people, I mean, all of you, but to see certain friends come back and, and see them again on a, on a weekly basis and have a chance to grow deeper again with each other, grow deeper and I'll walk with Jesus together. And then there's my, my pastor hat and how do I feel about it as a, as a pastor. And again, it comes down to people and I'm equally excited because we are one body. You know, we always, even when we had the two campuses, we always said one church, two locations, but one church, one church body. But yet we were separated on Sunday morning and, and, and really during the week in terms of ministry in our different parts of the valleys. And so I'm just excited about actually physically being one body again. I want to quickly read Ephesians, a verse from Ephesians 4. I know you're going to read a few other verses from Ephesians 4 also. I'm going to read verse 16 quickly. And I know we quote this a lot, but it's because it's an important verse. And it says this, from him, from Jesus, the whole body, us as a church, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And we've been one body in two different places. We're coming back together. And I am so excited about everyone now, both those of us that have been here north and those of you that come in and join us here uh, from south, all of us now finding the place that we, that we have, that God has prepared for us, finding the place of, of serving, finding the place of connection, the place of community in this united uh, body, and then see how we can support each other, how we can serve each other, how we can love each other, and how we can really, and this is the goal, help each other 
grow deeper in our, in our walk with Jesus, deeper in our love with him and in, in following him, deeper in community with each other so that we can be more effective as a, as a whole church in, in the mission that Jesus has given us. And you've already said that is to show the love of Jesus to the valley uh, that God has placed us in. And so I'm, I'm excited, excited for those of us at South Campus who, who come here. And I'm excited for everybody when you get to meet new people. There is, there's nothing like going to a family reunion and, and actually meeting people that are part of your family that you didn't know before. Um, some of our best relationships in our family are just these far cousins that live in British Columbia that we met at a reunion and, and just this relationship that grows out of it that I never would have been able to manufacture. And I know that for some of you, you guys will meet people and new things will happen. As you're talking about sharing those gifts in the body, new ministries are going to come out of it. New life together groups are going to come out of it. New relationships that end up being church plants are going to come out of it. And we're excited to see God do that. So part of the word reuniting, which is what we're doing, is the word unity. Yeah. And unity is such a, a big theme throughout Scripture. How does that, or what Scripture, and how does the word unity and how the Bible talks about it, what does it mean to you as we... As we come back together. So you're right. Jesus prayed. You remember, Jesus prayed that we as the church would be united uh, in order that the world would know that he's legit, that he's truly from God and that it's truly love. And so in Ephesians, Paul teaches, we have this amazing God. And you hear us say, amazing God that can do abundantly beyond all that we can ask or imagine, right? He's the, and, and right after that, in Ephesians chapter 4, here's what he says. He says, I urge you to live a life worthy of that, of this amazing, great God who can do anything. He says, I urge you to live a life worthy of that calling. And here's what he says. Be completely humble and gentle. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and in all and through all. And so, so here's the amazing thing, is that God says, he is this absolutely amazing God who has called us to use, to, to walk in his greatness. And he says, how do you do that? In humility. You remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about being poor in spirit. Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they inherit the kingdom of heaven. And so here's what he says. Be poor in spirit, be humble, and allow God to work. And so even as we come back together as campuses, and there's so many different questions, and is that the best thing to do? We know that God has called us to do this. And there's a certain amount of humility in walking with God and saying, God, we don't see the whole road ahead, but we know that you're calling us into it. And we're humbly going to go there, and we're going to be patient with each other in the process. And so I'm excited about that aspect of unity because when we're humble, when, we're, when we make ourselves low, that allows God to make himself big. So how about you? When you think about unity and you think about this whole process of coming back together, um, I don't know, how does that play out for you? Uh, I'm just, I actually spoke on this last week here, pre- pre- trying to prepare us as a North Campus for, for welcoming you guys. And I just, I just really think I have this deep conviction and confidence that what God has for us is unity as one body. I know anybody of you watched Survivor? 
Anybody? That's it? Oh, okay, the rest of you is lying. Yeah, come on. I've just recently watched a few reruns or, or, or tapings of Survivor. I'd never watched it before. And it's so interesting how they have these two tribes starting out, you know, mm -hmm. and then at some point, so each tribe votes each other off, and, and then they merge, right? And they become one tribe, mm -hmm. and then blood really flows, man. Then they just go, you know, there's all these alliances, and, and they're loyal to their tribe, and mm -hmm. it's just, it gets really messy. And... Uh, and I'm just praying that that's not how we merge, you know. <laughs> and I know Absolutely. we won't. I know we won't. But it showed, just seeing that, it shows me how important unity is. Because yeah. the, the disunity is so destructive. And mm. you see that in that show. It's just amazing how, how that works itself out. And so I'm just excited that we're not a North tribe and a South tribe coming mm. back together. And we're loyal to our people and we're voting each other off. But mm. that we are a unified body of Christ where we welcome each other and others that want to join us together. And I just want to read the verse that I, that I spoke from last week here at the North Campus again. It's in John 17. It's where Jesus, the very, very end of his life, um, prays for his disciples. And if you were here North last week, forgive me, we just, I got to read it again. It's in chapter 17 of the Gospel of John, and I'll start in verse 20. My prayer, Jesus says, is not for them alone. He's talking about his disciples sitting with him there. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. That's you and me. That all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that, and you said this earlier, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I and them and you and me. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. See, he wants us as his followers to reflect the unity that he enjoys with the Father and the Holy Spirit in the Trinity. Mm. The way we live with each other, the way we live community, and the way that we will live this merge, the way that we will come together uh, as, as a former North and South campus is going to show the world around us that Jesus, in fact, is alive. Yep. And that God loves us and that he loves this valley. That's how important it is how we come together and how we live this out together. And if you, know, if you ask me, what do I think God has for us as a church? If I read this, then I have to believe that what he has for us as K2 the church is divine, supernatural unity. Hmm. The kind of unity that will tell Salt Lake City and this valley that Jesus is who he was, he is, and that there is a God who loves them dearly and wants a personal relationship with them. Yeah. I think that's what he has for us. So, so we really designed today around celebrating that, about, around meeting new people, um, literally to, uh, to worship together, to laugh together. Hope you laughed a little bit. Um, to laugh a little bit to eat some food together, to worship together. So would you stand with us? The band's going to come on out, and uh, we're going to worship together. And it's our desire that, that even though uh, that we're here and not at the park, that you would literally find some time to, uh, to eat with us, to meet some new folks, and really to begin down this road of an even bigger unity than we had before. So would you pray with me as we get started? God, thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your son, Jesus, to die for us, to live for us, 
to reveal who you are to us. God, we love you. And we love that you have brought us together as a family. God, thank you for how you put people together and you brought each person here and made them part of this K2 family. And so as one family with one voice, God, we want to shout your name. We want to praise you. We want to give you worship, God, because you're worthy. God, we know that everything in life, everything in life, God, is is about growing forward and changing and walking with you. And God, we want to walk forward with you individually and as families. We want to walk forward with you as a church into all that you have for us. God, we love you. And right now, we worship you. We give you praise because you're worthy. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Amen.